Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats. Cat, cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. August 2nd, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Troll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin, and intern Jacob. All here. Full house. Back in studio. We unfortunately... Justin yesterday said, hey, the studio does still have a smell when you first walk in. The studio aspect, the producer room, that's fine. It's cool. It feels good in these places. But when you first walk in, there's a little bit of a, of a smell. And we were like, is it a food smell? Well, I don't know. We didn't know what it was. It's, it's, it's mildew. Mm. It's like gross water smell. Yeah, not great. There's the You get the fan rolling to try to get it out, but I, I'm just wondering where that that's like where what it came from though. Like, do we have a leak? Could have had a leak. Got a lot of rain. That's true. Uh, then the AC went out, and maybe I don't. Maybe that that got leaky. Who just knows? Like there was some standing water that got hot and grow. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. It's an mm. interesting smell. Gets you woken up in the morning. Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. Hope everybody's having a great start to their Tuesday. We'll wake you up with some takes. The Wake and Take. Remember when that was almost the name of the show? I, I sometimes think we could all be incredibly rich if we would have made the show the morning Wake and Take. I don't see any issue with that. If We may still switch it. Who knows? All right, I want to just get this out of the way. You know, well, I think he, he talked about it on the golf course a lot, intern Jake did, but when we went and got lunch after golf a few weeks ago, he kept mentioning that he's got something for us. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. It has arrived. Oh. And I he already gave me mine. And I'm yeah. not I don't want to set the bar too high or too low for you, but I did tell him you should have given this to me on the air. We'll give Roush's his on the air. Okay. Oh man, I'm excited. So I, I'm wondering, is this I, I hope it's a um here's why a, a sentimental gift, one from the heart, you know? Here's what I learned. You guys are my mentors. I'm now going to be a successful human mm-hmm. thanks to the two months I spent on KRC with uh, yes. Nick and Nick and TJ. Yes. Oh, Scoots. Oh, Scoots, you're... Oh, yeah. heavens. Your mic's not working, buddy. Oh, no. Scoots. <laughs> Scoots, come back. 
Oh, no, he can't. I'm trying. Oh. There we are. Hey. Hey, it feels good to be back, though. <laughs> I was just going to say, Roush, I like my gift. So oh, wow. I, I think you'll like it as well. I might be the there, there is a gift, though. There is a gift. Okay. I Justin's maybe setting the bar too high, maybe setting it too low for your expectations. But on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being it's going to be one of the best gifts you ever got, 1 being this is the equivalent of a Roush story, where do you think this gift is going to fall in line? I really think it's going to be on the high. Like, I think I'm going to be excited because Jacob is a thoughtful young intern who uh, uh, has, has... Has time on his hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, lots of, <laughs> lots of time. Lots of time on his hands. Um, I, I, I'm also hoping that it's kind of also a slap in the face a little bit, like an insult. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You want a little punishment with your gift. Well, just a joke like, you know, here's a, a comb for your hair. You know, like that would be, that could be a good game. Along those lines, yeah. (laughs) All right, well, in this room, your gift is hidden somewhere. Uh, I saw him messing around with something over there. No, it's not underneath. What if he just like went and like started reaching underneath you? (laughs) Under the head of a wildcat. Oh. Here he goes. Stands up. He found it. And he got his gift. Awesome. It's we a had, roll call hat. We had to hide ours. Oh, <laughs> Jacob, what a guy. But I wanted to get it out of the way because I want to put mine on. It's yeah. pretty sweet. Oh, it's a good style, too. And he said yours is extra, extra large for that noggin of yours. Oh. Although he has no ears to hold it up. So. That's a good point. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a slide. Fall into his eyes. They're custom made, kind of trucker's hat. Snap back and it says Kentucky roll call on it. With the They're little blue microphone. Yeah. And with white mesh and then it's got Kentucky, it's got a little microphone and then underneath it it says roll call. Yeah, you tell you what, you could probably sell these yeah. to like the dozen krc listeners we have i'd probably buy two i bet all of them would probably buy them yeah they're sweet or you could do like one that's white with the blue mesh those are really cool wow jake hey way to go yeah really we've always just kind of wanted merchandise and then we had patreon that helped out a little bit but that was kind of uh they were were goobers and so we really have never had anything so this is nice could wear this with my kentucky roll call hoodie really would be styling and profiling so thank you intern jacob you did it. Anytime, anytime. Man. All right, get your what text. a great start to the day. It is. Get your text into the Thornton's text line. We are going to have one Jacob Toppin on the show to uh, a little bit later on. We're not exactly 100% sure on the time. We think we've got an idea, but mm-hmm. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll let you know. We'll hmm. see what he's got to say. Open practice night, Roush. Should we ask him what it's like to be Obi's brother? That I was. That's going to be the first question. Yeah, I mean, you, hey, you Jacob, gotta... we're happy that you decided to take some time Ooh. on Kentucky roll call. How's Obi doing? <laughs> you know his brothers in the NBA. Uh, I did. Uh, I did know that. Yeah, I saw him on TV at the TBT. Full circle. Uh-huh. Look at this. We've already come full circle. Did call you, it a day on KRC. Did you see when they interviewed him at the TBT? Uh so I watched him at a. Ha- they did multiple times where they interviewed him. I watched a halftime one that was much longer than it needed to be, but uh, the sideline reporter was obviously instructed, like, hey, we need to kill five minutes. So Yeah, I think that was it. But just running out of questions, she asked. She was like, where to go to breakfast? Could you ever see? <laughs> no, I do remember that, that, that one. That was but she was like, do you ever see yourself playing in the TBT? You know, maybe after a long, successful NBA career? And you could tell, like, Opie was like, I mean, I, I make, 
$32 million. However much money you make. Like, I don't need to I play more than my... they give an entire team. Yeah. I don't need to play for my fair share of like $70,000 after taxes and the breakdown of all of it. But he kind of gave an awkward answer. There's like a silence. And he was like, ah, no, probably not. Probably not going to be in the old TBT. The championship of that is tonight, which is exciting. Big TV night, all things considered, with the open practice. And that's why we're having Jacob Toppin on to talk about that, talk mm-hmm. about the process of it. For Kentucky, flood relief. The telethon is from 5 to 8. The open practice starts at 6.30. WLEX is going to be streaming it. Intern Jacob came in here excited, wondering if we were going to it. I was, I, I'm still technically on the fence, although I'm leaning probably not. Um, but I, we did say yesterday that if you put it on TV, I may stay home and watch it. So uh, still up, still figuring out. Intern Jacob will be there, there though, for sure. Uh, Which uh, that's going to be greatly beneficial to the show because I'm I'm already counting on seeing more Nancy Cox and Keith Farmer than I want to during this broadcast. Like no offense to Nancy Cox, Keith Farmer, and our friend Maggie Davis, but what I have a feeling they're not going to be showing all of the the basketball action. Just a hint. That's a just a hunch. That's a, a concern, obviously, and you also have to think of it as I don't. I, I would hope UK doesn't have this in their mind. I don't think they would, but you also wonder if like they don't want to show all the practice because they just don't want to give any sort of tape out there if need be. Again, I don't think any team would be really watching it, but I, that's what I don't understand, why they just always never show the basketball anytime they're doing any of this stuff. Whether it's like their little combine thing that ESPN comes in town for, so whether it's bad. Big Blue Madness broadcast, just show – have as much talking as you want, but just show the court. Similar to when I was talking about that. Who was it? Was it the transy play-by-play guy? And I was like, all right, we don't need split box. Yeah, yeah, seven. yeah. And people got all worked, bent out of shape. I still stand by. Just show basketball. Have people talking for the for the duration of the program for all I care. But just have the the basketball on. And that's what I hope they do at the practice tonight. And I'm with you, Roush. I'm a little skeptical if that's what it's going to come down to. But I am excited, though, because I, I think this is a, a good opportunity to mix both white-hearted basketball with also the severity of what's happening down in eastern Kentucky. I, yeah, they got hit hard last night again. Uh, yeah, and the the death toll's up to 35. I mean, it's just obscene. Um, it, but the, I, the balance you've had, though, has been encouraging where it's you get bad news, story and then you get uplifting story you know mm-hmm. there was the the kids from lca just went and got all the stuff out of the breath county locker room took it to lexington and cleaned it up power washed it did all that like great story uh, there was a a video of the uh national guard the kentucky air guard just them airlifting up they've, they've done that to like 634 people the so video far. is insane yeah it's terrifying and they're just they've yeah they've almost they're, they'll probably end up doing it a thousand it, if it, <laughs> it's, it's, if it keeps freaking raining but yeah they've done it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times yeah um but and and so it's encouraging to see people step up, and now we're going to see it on the Kentucky basketball side of things. While well, getting to watch them play, I know Cal alluded to, you know, we're going to do some scrimmaging. I bet that's a very short scrimmage, but it's a lot of drills. But he also maybe like a three point contest or maybe a dunk contest. Uh, so you know, I that, that that's one way to be able to here we're going to show you guys some basketball without getting. 
too serious about stuff. Let's let's have a three point contest, but Oscar and Damian are the ones in it. You know what I mean? It's gonna yeah. be fun. Yeah, we'll ask Jacob what they plan on doing tonight, what the what the format's going to look. He may not know all the details of that, but I'm sure he'll have at least an idea. So what are, what are they gonna be, Jacob? Oh, that's gonna be a fun I, game. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it was gonna be a dunk and three point contest. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. Who'd you hear that from? Inside sources, man. Wow. I can't can't reveal. Take it easy, Nick Roush. (laughs) Well, with Jacob Toppin coming on the show later today, who I think is going to be one of the most electric players in the SEC, we did have some people, Roush, including yourself, ask, who is TJ paying out of his own wallet, intern Jacob or Justin? And how much is a star basketball player, future NBAer, one of the most electric players in his conference, per me, just five seconds ago. Yep. How much is that worth, on and who scale, is getting who's getting the cash? On a scale of one to fifty dollars, that's a lot of cash. Right. I, I would say at least thirty or forty dollars. So whoever between the two of you set this up, step forward. Well, Let yourself be known. Well, I will tell you that Jacob was unaware that we were doing that until about. 35 minutes ago. So Isn't that what I want you to think, though, Scoots? That's true. Oh! That's true. Good. That's a good call. And I said that the person who did it step up, and then Justin started talking. So, Justin, you set up this I interview? I did not. No, I didn't step up. I just started talking. Bum, 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 bum. The answer is, of course, it was me. Neither one, of these, <laughs> neither one of these two goobers set up anything. Neither one of them is getting any money for this interview. I'm keeping my own money. And we're, but hey, that's a good look. That's an example of how easy it is, even if I can go do it. But can we get a number for topping? Uh, At least forty-three. What do you mean? What do you mean a number? Like dollar-wise? Oh, the people are clamoring to know. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't want to almost set a benchmark because I, I, then you all may feel less motivated, more motivated. Well, you're not going to feel mo- more motivated. You can't be less that. motivated either, can you? Probably not. Than what less they are enthu- right now. Less enthused. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> I would say Toppin would probably be around 40. I, don't hold me to that, is, but uh, that, that's a pretty big get. Osc- yeah. Oscar, National Player of the Year, would be more, though, right? I would think so. Maybe by a few bucks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. What about But, like, also, Goodwin? like, Oscar's, Oscar's a good talker. Yeah. But Jacob's one of the most, like, yeah, he's fun good. to talk to guys on the team. Not saying that. Yeah, I would, I would, I, I think Oscar's great, fun to chat with. But I think you know more of the quotes you're getting out of Oscar than you would out of Jay. Right? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. You'll get more laughs out of Oscar, though. Maybe, maybe so. You don't know. You don't know. By shots fired, at Mr. Toppin. Oh, I no, not really. I just Oscar's a funny what guy. What if he plans on testing out a stand-up routine? <laughs> he was the the cla- the the goofball on the team. That's what they said. Guess we never know. Text on into the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Big commitment day yesterday, oh, Roush. Yeah. And interesting end of the show, you wouldn't tell us who was going to commit. A lot of people are saying you did not know who it was. <laughs> so that makes more good. that makes more sense of, of yeah. why that we ended up such <laughs> awkward terms. <laughs> did I even mention him when throwing out the names? No, nobody did. That was always great. It's so made it such a nice surprise. And yeah. I freaking I'm a big fan of the the work Grant Godfrey does on a football field. Especially because there's a lot to to build off of still with his game. Um, he's six foot two, six foot three, basketball player. Um, I think Luckett said his cousin's actually going to be playing for Clemson basketball. Hmm. Um, so he doesn't have that sort of 
build yet. Like the frame is there to add a ton of weight. Uh, and, and he he played a little bit of that. I, I can rush the passer, but I can also stand up and play inside linebacker. I have a feeling uh, what, what's ultimately going to happen is that he's going to add like 30, 40 pounds, and he'll be playing that inside linebacker position for Kentucky. And, and I, it was one of those things, too, watching his film. You, you we, we love easy player comps uh, on this show to former players, and this is one of the easiest ones I've ever had because he did look so much like Jamin Davis in high school where you see the – you see a lot of the stuff there, but he needs the weight, needs to be a little bit quicker to stuff that run. Um, but, man, I, like like his pad level's a little too high at times, but I think it's just because he's a taller guy who's played a lot of basketball as well. And I, I, I just love everything about this kid's game. And the, the other aspects of this commitment that are great is where you got him from and who you got him over. Chris Collins, he's been doing a lot of heavy lifting in the Atlanta Metro. That's a very competitive area. He's gotten a lot of kids on campus, but he hadn't been able to to to, re, to secure a commitment. Big commitment. Big commitment here for the UKDB coach. Uh, you needed him to step up on the recruiting ranks. He did. That was huge. And it's also huge to get it from Tennessee. The Tennessee fans have been hilarious. Oh, we didn't want him anyway. He wasn't a take. Oh, yeah, sure. You didn't want a top 200, top 20 linebacker. Okay, whatever. Yeah, Tennessee's not in the position to be turning down four stars. Yeah. They're just the it's just not a reality. In the last week, Justin Edwards picks Kentucky over Tennessee. Grant Godfrey picks Kentucky over Tennessee. Oh man. And runner up in the Uganda Kingsley commitment, a lot of people say Tennessee. Oh. Tennessee. Always the bridesmaids, Vols. <laughs> except for Christian Conyer. Well, but yeah, hey, yeah, give that yeah, one yeah, some time. Yeah, on. We didn't want him anyways. I want Christian Conyer. I just want to go on the record saying that. Although there's not a lot of like flip talk. Seems like he's pretty solid. So. Yeah, I think there was one. Wasn't there another football guy that had Tennessee on his list? A recent commit for the Cats? Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, Kentucky's just picking up recruits left and right. Wouldn't doubt it one bit. What have you thought about the Brandon Walker from Barstool? Oh, he really pissed Soci- him off. Social media. I just love that he ticked off the, the, the Tennessee fans. Um when he was like, I was mistaken. Kentucky's actually a much better program than Tennessee right now, which I, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, the poll thing, whatever. Um, I don't actually listen to much of his stuff, but I enjoy him as a character. You know? Yeah. It's like, I, I don't go out of my way for Brandon Walker content, but he's a good fall. I mean, I mostly just see him when I'm watching the dozen trivia, but his tweets come up on my timeline. He seems to think that he is the authority of SEC football. Oh, that, he's got the he's that, got the blind confidence that is uh, and, and well I, appreciated. Yeah, especially from a Mississippi State fan, right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Like you're 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 above maybe Vanderbilt in the SEC pecking order, maybe Vanderbilt in South Carolina. And that's a Kentucky football fan that is giving you that trash talk. And, and Kentucky hasn't won in Starkville in a very, very long time. Very long time. But that's okay. Uh, nothing good comes out of Starkville anyway. So 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. UK lands a commitment from Georgia, a four-star linebacker who Man, I think is every service has him as a four-star. And a yeah, every does, everyone has him as a four-star. He did slide a little bit in the recent recruiting rankings. Uh, from you know like 200, 212 to near the 300 
uh, Mark, but either way, you've got two top 300 prospects on your defense along with uh, him and Avery Stewart. And the thing that I like too, TJ, is you're starting to stack up good line. It, it reminds me of how at nose guard, it seems like they get one of these four or five-star nose guards every two years to where it's like, okay, you've got Quentin Bohanna. All right, when he's done, it's Marquand McCall's turn. All right, when he's done, now it's going to be uh, uh, Justin Rogers' turn, and then it's going to be uh, Josiah Hayes or uh, Deion Walker's turn. Like th- They've really stacked him up well there, and you're starting to see that at linebacker too. Where Trevin Wallace will be a junior in his third year when this kid gets to campus. Okay, He'll have that's pretty that's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. And unless he you know which he could have a Jamin Davis like junior year in Bolt, but you know, hopefully you at least have that uh year, two years to develop before it's his junior year and then they've got some other stud linebacker behind him ready waiting in the wing. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 are doing a great job just being steady at so many positions in recruiting and recruiting and replacing Greats with other greats that aren't being thrown into the fire necessarily, although that has happened from time to time, and a lot of these guys have been able to step up in limited opportunities. But it's nice you just don't have to tell, most likely, I, I don't know what they're saying behind the scenes on their recruiting p- pitches, but you don't have to tell Godfrey, like, hey, you're playing day one. It's, no, we're going to put some weight on you. You're going to develop. Mm-hmm. You, if you're gr- good enough, why the hell not? But well, be patient. We got kind of a, we got a system here, and that takes time to, to build up. And the the thing too, did you see some of the quotes that he had? Um, what did he say? He, so he told um, he told on threes Jamie Johnson, like, yeah, I uh, I went and I looked at all my schools and kind of just to see how they uh, stacked up, right? Um, I'll I'll get the exact quote. Oh, I'm getting ready to sneeze. I went back and studied. I looked at which colleges produced the most linebackers. Kentucky stood out on that list. It was down on them in Tennessee. Going back and watching the games, Kentucky was just the place for me. He also said they've been producing a lot of linebackers. Jamie Davis is first-round pick. Coach White and his NFL experience, he just knows how to get people to the next level. He coaches the NFL, and he's coached a lot of great linebackers. Justin Houston, who I'm not even sure who that is. He's a potential Hall of Famer. Him having coached so many great linebackers in college and NFL makes me know that I can get to the next level, too. It's just... Mwah, chef's kiss. Man, that's great. That's great. He wants Kentucky. He he wants to take Kentucky to the playoffs. That's his goals. I like it. Unfortunately, we probably already had been there for uh, two years by your freshman season, but yep. you know that's that's fine. I like you shoot high, shoot high. That's um, who knows how big the playoffs may be by then. By the oh, time you sure. at least finish this college. All right, let's take our first break. We'll come back. We're going to talk another commitment, but in a different sport, in one of the more hilarious commitment ceremonies of all time. One of my favorites. We will definitely come back. So good. We'll probably talk more about the commitment ceremony than the actual commitment, but we'll get to all of it in regards to Uganda Kingsley Onyenso. Remember, everybody? Onyenso, not Kingsley. Exactly. We'll come back. We'll talk about it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, intern Jacob. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call, presented by Salsaritas. So good, even Walker and Roush. He will sing it. 
Salseritas. <laughs> a fresh Mexican grill. <laughs> <laughs> Download the Salseritas app before when you scan it. They're going to give you money back, entrees, all sorts of good stuff at Salseritas. So download that before you go. Does that serve as our Salseritas read right there? Salseritas. It's the best. That was that was kind of my thought process in making that. Is it would eliminate an ad read? Yeah, well, I mean, we really we can would. still talk about how great salsa reads. Absolutely, is, uh, no, I like your I like the way Justin thinks. Yeah, <laughs> let's just record all our ad reads. Then it's and not like we just play it, and uh, they won't know any of the difference. <laughs> Here's our live ad read, <laughs> our live pre-recorded ad read. Today is Taco Tuesday. It is, in all seriousness, it is double points day at Salsaritas. If there was ever a time to go, it's today because you're going to get double points. Um, I have, yeah, I just, I'm loaded with points. But Swimming in points. I'm going to throw Swimming my... Swimming cheese. I'm going to throw my Salsaritas referral code on Twitter, maybe get a few more. Oh, d- you. Really? Cheater. I go more than you, Roush, so I, I deserve all the points. You do go a lot more than me, though. The benefits of working by Salsaritas. I wish there was a Salsaritas close to me. Lucky. Got it out there. Got that great guacamole, <laughs> that hot more, salsa. Can't wait for more suckers to use my referral code and give me free salsaritas. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. They're great. Check them out. Double point Tuesday. Should we talk Uganda Kingsley? Uganda Nienzo? Yeah, it kind of takes some getting used to. What a great, great announcement ceremony. Especially, so I, I caught it a little late because I saw everybody tweeting about it, and I was like, "Oh gosh, this is I'd, this used to be like my my life, you know? I'd be centered around this commitment you'd be ceremony, sweating it out." And too. I was kind of rushing back from an appointment, so I got back into the office, fired up the computer, and then I was probably like five or ten minutes late to it. But did so you, you watch it, intern Jacob? I did. Okay, that that means TJ missed what? How how many breaks did they have, Jacob? Like two or three At that least. they just had to go away? Yeah, yeah. I, I must have missed those. <laughs> Because when I when I when I turned it on, he was like literally probably a minute away from committing. Gotcha. So this was he was at the NBA Basketball Academy in Senegal. Is that right? Okay. Um, oh, and no. they just could could not get connected. There was also a lot of feedback once they did. So he would say something, and you'd hear whoa whoa whoa, like it it just kept being real echoey. Uh, Adam, poor Adam Finkelstein. He he was really really out there on a limb, uh, and I, we even got it towards the tail end where he's like, uh, "Big Blue Nation, or why don't you tell the Big Blue Nation what you're going to bring to Lexington?" And he just, you got us like, "What? Huh? <laughs> well, you know what? I can tell him what he's bringing to." <laughs> so much that fun. that's the one that I absolutely loved. And at that point, though, what I was thinking, and again, I didn't get to see all the technical difficulties, but I did see that one. But I was thinking to myself, if you've had this many technical difficulties at this point, what are you doing? Just in the interview, stop like tr- throwing yeah. it back and forth. And you you already had had him give one good quote, and then when Finkelstein, who sounds like a character Michael Scott would make up, and oh movies, yeah, you know that really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he threw it back to him one more time, and it was a disaster. I will say Finkelstein handled it well, like being like, I'll tell you what he brings to the table. Yeah. But disaster of a commitment video, although we got what we wanted out of it, and it was (laughs) him picking Kentucky. He did. UK instantly released the news, and you'll see Yugana Agnenzo August 20th is what UK says. So he Mm -hmm. won't make it in time for the Bahamas trip, which I think would have been nice if he would have been able to make it happen, but it would have been tough. 
and instead he'll uh, he'll get here in August and, and be ready to rock and roll. Well, and I I think the thing that I liked most about the ceremony is you hear the gratitude. It's very similar to kind of how Oscar is mm-hmm. at the, at the behind the mic, where it's just so thankful and grateful to to have this kind of opportunity and to talk about how you know it, he really it took some pushing for somebody to get him into basketball, and you know he knows he's still got a long way to go, but he's excited to 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 work on his game at Kentucky. So. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was it was one of my favorite, uh, especially without uh, there wasn't a whole lot of tension, Jacob, because we we all kind of knew where this was going. So it was fun to have the the kind of funny technical difficulties, and then to hear them afterwards. I, I loved everything about that announcement yesterday. How do you how do you think Tennessee fans were watching that video? I they probably didn't even know it was happening though, right? Oh, there had to be one, right? No, I think everybody knew that he's going to go to UK. But maybe I don't, you never know. But yeah, imagine watching that video and he doesn't pick your school. <laughs> that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty rough. The one Oklahoma State fan is like, "Come on, we had a chance." So what he brings to the table is he's going. He, he, he can't teach his size and length. He's seven feet, has a seven five seven six wingspan. So right off the bat, he could go into a UK practice tomorrow block some shots, probably get some rebounds, and wouldn't be somebody that would get totally pushed around. Maybe the National Player of the Year would, would be somebody that, that could. But for the most part, I think he could hold his own from a defensive standpoint. From an offensive standpoint, got a little ways to go, but all the potential in the world's there. Um, and, and the plan is, what, I've, what, I, what I think the plan is, is if he's good enough, then go out there, play there's not going to be any sort of stipulations or rules or regulations of not putting him in not ready to be put in all the all the bogus stuff you got with sharp need not apply here with Yugana on yenzo but i think the assumption is he will be ways behind where right. oscar damien and toppin so if he's fifth on the front court where where does he carve out those minutes Probably not a lot of them would be my guess. Mm-hmm. I do think you'll see him. I think you'll see him in games. I think you'll see him in garbage time. Uh, could he potentially go in if there's foul trouble in a situation that you're not expecting? Absolutely. I don't think that would be the strangest thing in the world. But you're not going to probably see a great deal of him this year. The plan will be to get him ready, prepare him, going against the National Player of the Year every single day, and then boom, you've got your big man with a class that's going to be have one of the best backcourts in the country. Yeah, yeah. We um, we <sighs> got, I don't know, six minutes to enjoy uh, the announcement before Adam Zagoria's hair had to tweet out that source says he's eligible for the 2023 NBA draft. Dude, Zags, just take out your suck it and suck it, buddy. Like, I, I, I know what you're doing. You're trying to get Kentucky fans all riled up so they'll click on your website. I get it. But stop. It's not happening. Because here's the, the big difference. Uh, will he play or will he won't he play? Um, the will he or will he not play, it's all about is he good enough to play. That's, that, that's what's determining if he's going to play or not. Shane Sharp was, by all accounts, good enough to play. It was just getting, urging him to do that. 
He didn't want, he didn't to. want to. No, yeah. well, it was a stock thing. It was if I don't play, people love me. Right. If I do play, what happens if I'm not ready and all those things? And then his so- stock starts to starts to drop. Uganda doesn't have stock for next year. No, and I saw the me man boy Mark Magger saying that he's not draft eligible. So he's going to turn 18 in September. I was under the impression, and I could be wrong, because I I feel like most people have to be in a similar boat to me where you just have no idea what these NBA draft rules are because it seems like they change every two days, and then they make exceptions for people and whatnot. But I was under the impression you have to be 19 years old and a year in, in the year that you are getting drafted. So you don't have to be 19 at the time of the draft, but in the so it's the 2023 draft in the year 2023, you will have to have turned 19 at some point in that year. That was my understanding of the rule, which would mean he would be draft eligible because he will turn 19 in September 2023. All that being said, it's it's could he leave? Could Kentucky get burnt again? Potentially, I, I think I think he would be draft eligible again. Have no clue. People didn't think Sharp was going to be, and then he ended up graduating high school six months before he said he graduated high school. It was a miracle. So don't hold me to this. I'm pretty sure he would be draft eligible, but his stonks are nowhere near where they should be. Even if he's good, he's going to have to be damn good to get more playing time than Oscar, Collins, or Toppin. So I just think from a minute standpoint, you're not going to see a great deal of him. And then, worst case scenario, everybody, we don't need to act like complete and total babies like we did this past <laughs> spring. If he were to leave, go hit the portal. You'll have plenty of time. Will it hurt you from a recruiting standpoint? Maybe. But what bigs in 2023 would you go and get anyways, intern Jacob? Booker, they already let go. Holland's not really a five. He's a four. Maybe you know Bradshaw. he wants to play some three. Bradshaw, I don't know if you'd want Bradshaw as your true five, just given his size and stature, but if you had Bradshaw at the four, yeah, I'd like that. So if he does go, everybody, let's not be babies about it. But I'm 95% confident he'll be on UK's roster yeah. next year. And and that's why the the hysteria around Sharp, while valid, it also is very much a one-off. Like there's not that that's such a rare circumstance where a player is actually good enough to not play and still get drafted in the lottery. That's 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 very rare where NBA scouts are willing to look past all of those red flags and still take a guy. So I you know, I'm I just think it's to, Hey, I think seven fifty five for Toppin, so we may have to do something kind of weird with that hour. But okay. uh we could just do have a short second hour and do a, a long do our long break at, after the interview. Yeah, that's not ideal. Well, you you can figure it out, Scoots. Well, I did with Cal. So speaking of Cal, so we've got a big announcement at the open practice. Oh, big announcement! Look at moving the conversation along. That is a professional move. So, buddy. what's the big announcement going to be, Mister Intern? Yeah, Mister Scoops. Yeah, what, what, I, what are your sources telling you? What, what do I want it to be, or what are my sources telling me? Both, 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 both. Scoots up. and both Scoops. Up. What I want it to be is a home at home and home with Houston, because I think that would be super cool, and what? we would bust them cheeks both times. <laughs> And a okay, Paul, what man. it's gonna be is probably Gonzaga at a neutral site. If I had to guess, well, where is the Houston chatter coming from? Because I saw some people no on Twitter talking about that as well. Houston's gonna be a top five team, Scoots. They're good. Uh, 
but that's almost my issue with them is they're they're much better than their name recognition leads on. Right. Houston's been a really good program under Kelvin Sampson, and I've got a little man crush on Kelvin Sampson, so I've noticed it more. But the rest of the college basketball world thinks Houston is just yeah, Houston. yeah, they're like, American. You know, they're like a better version of Memphis. Yeah, without all the goofballs. We didn't even mention Houston on Friday. Well, no, we did not, but I saw people on Twitter also mentioning Houston, so I was wondering where intern Jacob had come up with this crazy idea. It would make sense because Cal's pals with Few and Samson, right? I don't know if him and Kelvin Sam. I think they always speak very kindly of one another. Yeah. That, but I think Cal wanted to replace Samson at IU, so I don't know if that's weird or not. Wee, 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 wee. Although it's not like Cal's fault. Well, oh gosh, Kelvin Sampson. He, IU would be in such a different spot if – Texting, oh man, they might still what? have a real program. You know what's funny <laughs> is maybe inside the top twenty. I, I would, if things would have played out differently, I'd have a much better appreciation for both of those coaches. And now, not a Kelvin Sampson fan in the slightest. Cal's growing on me. But hey, hey, you got Tom Crean though out of the deal. Yeah. Oh, woohoo! Got to cut down in a six and twenty-five season. Think about how Hell many yeah. nets you got to cut down. But Jeez. if you don't One. go through the Tom Crean era, you never get Archie Miller. You got to look at it that way. No, no. That's what I say about Billy. Still if we don't, don't go good. through Billy. We don't get Cal. You know. We you, Mike Woodson would be your answer. Oh, so you had to go through Crean, <laughs> almost a decade of Crean, then a little bit of Archie, quite literally, and then you go on. To, <laughs> got so, so then you now you got your rainbow. We got the big prize. Gotcha. Hey, Whoa. by the way, speaking of big prize, the video so I, of Archie. With the <laughs> 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 what is that is forever not funny. After following David Padgett. <laughs> They played U of L and they were sharing the podium and he had to bring the microphone down about <laughs> he had to three reach, feet. He had to reach as high as he could to grab the microphone and pull it down. It really looks like it was like David Paget's son that was like going up there. <laughs> except like Archie just has a really ticked off look on his face, and you're like, What's wrong with this kid? Oh, it's, a, it's an adult. <laughs> and the thing is that I'm not a huge fan of making fun of things people can't control their height, weight. A lot of people oh, can't on. control their weight to some degree, but like but 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 Archie just brought it upon himself because he just fit the persona of an angry, vengeful man that was mad at the world because of the, the, the cards he was dealt. He always looked upset. Did he ever have like a press conference where he was in a good mood? Not that I could think of. I no. didn't think so either. Even like media days, he was just not he a just happy the, guy. He had, he, had, he had RBF, another yeah. phrase yeah. I'm not a huge fan of, but yeah. it's just true for Archie. The um, I, I noticed when Fran Fraschilla was talking about Dayton the other day, uh, and he brought up Archie Miller uh, because Scoochie played for Archie, who's the only mm-hmm. player to go to four NCAA tournaments um, in Dayton basketball history. That That's was pretty his cool piece of trivia. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I noticed Fran Fraschilla called him Arch Miller and not Archie. So we've got a, a rebrand. Maybe he's moved, you know, that's like... Uh, in he the saw office. Arch Manning, he's like, this guy's freaking killing it. I, I I gotta change it up. Andy Bernard has his anger issues. What do you do? I'm now Andrew Bernard. <laughs> Archie Miller was the guy who got worked it's, up over it's nothing. True. It's, it's Arch now. It's true. It's true. true. Yeah. I'm not calling you Drew. Yeah, I'm not calling you Drew. <laughs> Get the text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Big announcement. I, I don't. I. I think everybody. Well, I shouldn't say that. Not everybody's just guessing. But the fact that Kyle Tucker hinted at Gonzaga, I'm going to go with Gonzaga. I agree. I think that's. I think that's great. I really want that game I, to be. I, I at want UK it to be. Yeah. I, I. I want it to be at least home and home. Although I did see a, a so fun, fun message board post that I am 99 percent sure it's not true, but they were like with Louisville. 
going to Maui these dates, Yum Center could be open for a UK Gonzaga game. Oh. The Yum Center's hosting a tournament, so you know Cal would want to play there. And when he tweeted out making sure there's Dude. no scheduling hiccups, oh. it was that they could get into the Yum Center. Oh my God! If they were there, that would be so much fun. And then you, and then the person said the return game would be a neutral site game in Seattle, which I'm totally yeah sure. That would be amazing. Yeah. I'm in like if I if I could have if I could have my druthers, that would be it. If they play at the Yum Center, we're arriving early and we're just showing Mitch Barnhart all of the beers we can drink. Mm-hmm. Look at this beer. What if just... they did do it? If they were like, "We'll do it at the Yum Center," only stipulation, no booze. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me at all. And the Yum that way be we're like, going, "No, that's where we make all of our money." And that way, we'll just be at Beer Nose right across the street till tip off. Then we'll head on in if that's the case. Well, it'll be the the first ten minutes of kickoff at Kroger Field. Mm-hmm. Always a little, always a little thin. A little light, yeah, a little light. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, we don't know. We're, we'll find out together. We'll be sure to try to see if Jacob Toppin can spill the beans when we have him on here in a few minutes. But uh, did you ever tell me where you found the Houston stuff from, or is it just people coming up with it? No, I just kind of saw it on Twitter like you did. Okay. but Got hype. It'd be cool, though. It would be cool. Houston's good. I'd almost think that they'd be a tougher matchup inside a Rupp Arena than Gonzaga would be, uh, which is kind of crazy to think. But I agree. And I also think you could overlook Houston a little bit more, potentially, even though they'll be a top-five team this year. Let's read a few texts on the Thornton's text line as we as we bide our time here to try to get Jacob no Toppin. Toppin. By the way, Roush brought in some Thornton's donuts today. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness gracious. Scrum diddly. You really only need one to hit the spot. Come and on. And if you're not a huge, you know, not a huge, very strong physically imposing man like myself, maybe even half a donut would, would do the trick for you. So you're not a strong man. No, I had a whole donut. I am a strong man. Oh, okay. Yes, exactly. I'm so if you're Arch for, Miller, you only need you one, thorn, half. No, one just, half thorn. Exactly, because I only need one donut. That's the point. The thorn, it's, it's a lot of bang for your buck. The donuts are huge. They're delicious. And I thank Roush for bringing them in today. You can also pop into Thornton's, download the app, save some money, and then do not forget about the summer cash bash. Cash bash. I really like that Which, you've added you, that to it. Did you know that they've got uh, soft serve at Thornton's now? Uh, I, I knew they've always had the slushies I, that are it, amazing. The, uh, the soft serve soft ice serve. cream is new, and it gets you an entry into the cash bash. So I'm going to have to sample it today, oh see if it's better than Rupp What if you got the soft serve and then you win $10,000 later in the week? Be pretty, <laughs> it's 79 like, cents for a soft serve yeah. cone, and then it turns into 10000 That's a heck of an ROI. You know, it would be cool to like live next to a Thornton's where you could walk there. It would be pretty neat. I'd probably go there probably too much, especially now knowing that there's yeah. some soft serve. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. you're, you're exactly right. We love Thornton's. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. The first texter says, Deshaun Watson only getting six games is such a joke. Only thing that makes me feel good is to know his reputation is absolutely tarnished. What an awful look by the NFL and the Browns. 30 women accusing him, and it's just no big deal. Well done, NFL. So has NFL and Goodell said anything? Yeah, they they issued a statement, um, like saying say? it was gobbledygook. We respect the process, blah blah blah. Um, I think they have three days to appeal for longer, because I think the NFL did initially want a year, and uh, what the NFL PA said we don't want any, and they thought the judge would meet in the middle. Instead, she went a third of the way. Okay. So, um, but I, am I wrong to think I'm under the impression that the NFL can come back and be like, 
we hear the judge's recommendation, we are suspending him 12 games. I don't think so. I thought they could, and then the NFLPA could appeal that, and it'd go to like another third party. Justin, any help? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not familiar. Okay. So if, if that's the case, though, TJ, the re- they just don't want that to happen because then it drags out longer, and it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but let me tell you what I was thinking and see what you think about this, was... The judge is an interesting. They've never done this before, have they? Where they've had a judge, where they've like basically hired a judge and be like, "Hey, look at this as if it's a court case." Yeah, an arbiter for us. And you, yeah, you let us know what you think is so we can wash our hands. Well, what I thought they were doing is like, all right, judge comes out and says six games. Oh, huge freak out! NFL got to read the room now, feel the temperature. Now they can come in and be like, you know what? We're adding another six to it because we just don't feel that's enough. And that way, the NFL can say, hey. We took the judge's advice, and then we even went stricter than what she said. And she's been, you know, she was a judge for, what, 40 years or however long it was. So we, we're doing our part here. That's what I thought they may do. But you're right. Maybe they just say, oh, the judge said that. We're, we're past it. We're moving on past it. But people are livid with the whole ordeal. Well, the thing is, though, is I really do feel like there's nothing you could do to appease some people. You know what I mean? There like, are some people that ever saw him just in a jersey again. They would be just be upset. Right, yeah. right. And even if you gave him a year, they, they oh, that still isn't enough. And then he would start playing next year, and they would still be mad about it. So, like, I don't. I've heard some people that are like, I'll root for the Browns as long as he's part of their organization. Like, I'll root against. They're not Browns fans. They just, right. I'll actively root against. The, yeah, I've seen it all. Yeah. So, it's um, it's tricky. I, six ultimately feels like I, I thought it was that was about where it was going to be. See, I was okay with six initially, and then I saw reports of other players and their suspension links. You have Calvin Ridley got suspended a whole year for gambling. That, that's dumb. You no, have, uh, yes, he should be suspended a year for gambling. You like, have, that's like the one, like that's the biggest one. It's integrity of the game. They're always going to tag you for a year if you try gambling. Okay, but then you had you also have Josh Gordon who's been suspended 25 games in his career for smoking weed. Like what? And we're going to give a guy who's a quote-unquote sexual predator six games? Seriously? Well, and the Josh Gordon stuff, though, is really him just being an idiot. Yeah. Like, that's a – I mean, he, he yeah, but he's can... missed 25 games, but it's like 13 suspensions or something. Yeah, like, he just true. keeps yeah, – every but, time but he comes back. suspensions for silly things. Like, we shouldn't be suspending anybody for weed in the NFL anymore. Well, we don't, it's, we it's, don't anymore. It's legal and – yeah. They don't test for it anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, Roush is right that it probably – you weren't going to – and nobody was going to really be pleased with anything. I think six games is, is light. Um, it's on the light side unless you consider last year's time serve, which I do. But I don't because he could have played. He could have played all he wanted last year. He chose not to play because he didn't want to play for the Texans anymore. So yeah. I don't look at it as well, time t- serve. No, but I thought the Texans – like I thought it was – because this stuff broke before he – like he was going to do a – he was doing a contract holdout. And then this all surfaced, and they were yeah. Like, but he wasn't going to play regardless. But I don't know when this broke. But it was during the season. No, it was before the season. It was before the season last yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, well, I think he's. I, he, I was under the impression he shelved himself last year. No, he tried to hold out for a contract, and while that was happening, all of this came out, and the Texans were like, "All right, we'll hold out all you want, buddy." Yeah, but he didn't want to play anyways. So, like that, I don't know. I don't know if I can say it's time served. Regardless, it was Roush is right that it was. Oh, we need to. Or who's going to answer this phone here? Jacob, come on. Chance for redemption. Jacob, you think you're ready for this? He's Maybe. he's. This is his redemption opportunity here. All right, let me see if she if they've texted it here. What should I say? What should I say? Jacob, <laughs> just don't please. Whatever you do, don't don't screw this up. Okay, they, they say, say just, they're about ready to call. Just answer and say. 
Big X Sports Radio. They're about ready to call. There you go. That'll work. That'll work. It's your time. Just answer yep. the phone, Jacob. Oh, man, this is exciting. He's getting redemption from the Calipari mm-hmm. incident. Is it a forwarded message? Hit the one. Okay, now you answer. Big X Sports Radio. Oh. Got him? Hello? Oh, my gosh. Nothing? No, they've got to be there. They said they're calling. The phone just rang. Did you hit the right button, Scooch? He hit the I'm, right I'm button, blaming yeah. this on Scooch. No, he hit the right button. Jacob, come on. Hello? Just talk to him. Is he there? Nobody oh, there. Oh, no. By the way, Pete I hope Bagel, we don't miss this. Bo Allen has transferred to Tarleton State. It's Maybe official. It's official from okay. Pete Thamel. I'll call back. Old Tarleton. So we didn't get him. This is like Son the, of a nutcracker. the most KRC thing of all time. <laughs> There's nobody there. All right. Um, See if they'll call back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, they texted and said nobody's nobody's answering. We... <sighs> Jacob. Answered. I didn't do anything wrong. No You're, all you, it's not that hard. Just answer the phone. It's really not. We answered. All you have to do. They, they say they're trying again. Another opportunity. Here we go. They say they're trying again. Remember to hit the one. I mean, it's, his name's Jacob. It should be easy to talk to another Jacob. Sports <laughs> Radio. Here he is. All right, here we go. I think he's got him this time. You got him? Hello? Yeah, he's... he's lo- oh. Are you just... <laughs> I think he's trolling us. Is he there? Do we need to get Scoots to answer the phone? Oh, my gosh. Tell him to call one more time, TJ. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll just... Do we'll it. get Scoots... Get in there. Get in there. I'll do it. I'll do it. Thought we would have some success, but uh, guess not. Did we just go to the break? I we I, I don't I don't want to go to the break and then them call and yeah. we actually make it work. That wouldn't be good. So let's see if we can. I'll just let them know. Oh More my technical. goodness! It's been, hey Jacob, it's we're big never going to get, get another guest back from the basketball team, are we? Because we can't answer the we can't answer the phone. All right, let's see if Scooch has it. Scoots, did we get him? Scoots, Yahoo. Wait, is that the Gotcha Girls over there? Gotcha! Jones gotcha! She's gotcha! Jones gotcha! Gonna get you! Gonna get you! Jones gotcha! Gonna get you! Jones gotcha! Intern Jacob, you're, you've been, you've been, you've been pranked. You got you got. <laughs> prank Sinatra! What? He's so got conf- got. He's so confused. Although I, I would have, I would, if we needed to do that prank, a, what? a few different things. Scooch, when you answered, you were supposed to act like you had it. Like it was like nothing. Like That's it was why easy I was looking peasy. at you. I was like, well, how do I proceed from you're here? You're supposed to be like, oh, yeah, he's on the phone right <laughs> now. It was easy. Why peasy. me? What? <laughs> we recorded our interview with Jacob Toppin yesterday. <laughs> 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 but we just know you had such a tough time with Cal Ferry. We just wanted to have fun with it one yeah. more time. So nobody was, on, nobody was on the phone. Roush was the one calling. I was just calling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So we're going to go to a break. We're going to come back, and then the the next thing that people will hear is the actual Jacob Toppin. Interview. Yeah, so uh, what are the thoughts going through your mind right now, Mr. Intern? This is bogus. <laughs> <laughs> I want my hats back. I'm sick and, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm leaving. <laughs> we'll be back. Hour two, Jacob Toppin returns with Kentucky Roll Call when we get back from this break.
Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Joining us now on the Big X is a UK forward, Jacob Toppin. Interview. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. Appreciate you taking the time coming on Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We, I, I want to talk some basketball, but we need to get to important things first, and that is the open practice Tuesday evening for flood relief for Eastern Kentucky. One of the quotes that is already out there in the press release stood out to me the most, Jacob, and that's Calipari saying, our players approached me about helping our state. Can you describe how that went down? Yeah, so uh, CJ, um, he actually – came to us as a whole and brought us together and told us like he asked us like what we can do and like what we can do to help Eastern Kentucky. And then we kind of like talked upon it and then went up to coach and like asked coach and we said, um, we want to do something. And we came up with the idea to have this open practice, uh, to raise money for Eastern Kentucky because we know, um, Kentucky is, is strong with coming together and helping each other. So, we decided that would be the best option to help in Eastern Kentucky. Where'd you all get this idea? Did it stem from the acts of service you all did last year with Western part of the state and the Western Kentucky basketball game and the, where, where did you all come up with this idea even to go to coach Cal with it? I mean, we're Kentucky basketball. So we're a big part of um, Kentucky in general. So we know we have a platform that can uh, reach to millions of people and we just wanted to help Eastern Kentucky in any, any way that we can. And last year, or what was it, six months ago, uh, when the tornado hit uh, Western Kentucky, how much money we raised for Western Kentucky. Um, but they're still building, and uh, no money is going to be enough to help, um, like, finish the job. But, like, we got to find ways to help Eastern Kentucky in any way that we can. And we figured that having this open practice, raising money, will uh, be beneficial and some way to help Eastern Kentucky start to rebuild. Yeah, it was in December. UK raised more than $5 million to help the western part of the state, and it's not the only time, John Calipari, only time that you've been a part of it, Jacob, but at UK, but not the only time John Calipari has done something like that. In 2010, raised a million dollars for the earthquake victims in Haiti. In 2012, a million dollars for Superstorm Standy, and in 2017, Hurricane Harvey victims received more than a million dollars from a telethon that Kentucky did. Jacob, can you put us in the shoes of a UK, the, the large shoes of a UK basketball player? Where I know that you all are doing the open practice on Tuesday. I wouldn't be shocked if at some point you all make it down to the eastern part of the state or tour it. I know you all just recently did a, a Kroger's tour. But what's it like when somebody comes up to you and just tells you that you, you've meant a lot to them or you've helped them out? or they, Because you get to see how much you mean to people. For us, we just get an outsider's look. So what does that mean to you when you know that you're helping somebody directly it means the world honestly because um growing up my mom has always taught me to put myself last and put people uh put other people first so i was always um worried about other people and how i can help the next person because that's what it's all about um and not just me this whole program is very selfless um we're always worried about the next person and how we can help 
um, the people um, aside of us. So that's what we're doing with this event tomorrow. But um, it means the world because uh, just to see how um, inspiring we can be to so many people is just a heartfelt thing. And uh, it's really unexplainable. We're talking with Jacob Toppin here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We appreciate him taking the time talking about the open practice tonight, Tuesday night at Rupp Arena. Doors open at 5 o'clock. Jacob, has Coach Cal told you kind of the, the procedure of what the open practice will be? Will it be a bona fide, true open practice in the sense of as, as if you all were just in the Joe Craft Center? Or will it be a practice, but maybe you all will do some special things for the fans here or there? Uh, well, uh, as of right now, all I know is that we're having a practice at Rupp. Um, we're probably going to have, like, maybe a scrimmage or something, or, like, we're going to probably have a three-point contest or probably a dunk contest. I'm not really sure with all the details, but uh, we'll definitely have the details later today. Good deal. And, yeah, we won't hold you to it, but basically it seems like you're hinting it will be mostly a real practice, but there may be a little something there at the end or maybe something that the fans can get excited about because basketball right. season seems a little bit closer. Well, it is a little bit closer. You all have your Bahamas trip. You've gotten extra practices this year first off have you ever been to the bahamas secondly how have those practices gone i know shaking off rust with july june basketball early august basketball but it's probably going to be a good thing for the season you would think yeah so first uh i have been to the bahamas it's really nice uh second um we know we're going to the Bahamas, but at the end of the day, it's a business trip. So um, everyone's really dialed in and locked into what we need to do. Um, we're using this opportunity to better ourselves as a um, team and as individuals. Uh, we have um, things that we need to work on still, but that's what the Bahamas is for, to see where we are as a team. So we're going to use uh, what we learn in the Bahamas to build off of. That 2014-2015 UK team that went 38-0, and I don't know how much you followed that back when you were in high school, but they played in the Bahamas earlier that season. A lot of people think getting that chemistry down that early in the season really helped uh, proceed them to have such a great season. They did lose a game in the Bahamas, though. Did you know that, Jacob? I did not know that. I want to but say they lost to maybe the day, Domin- like, I think they lost to the Dominican Republic team coach maybe by Antigua. You may want to run that through the practice facility and see what's up with that. Yeah, I, I will. I'll ask around. But at the end of the day, like, um, a win's a win, a loss is a loss. But, like, we're using this as an opportunity to um, understand we, where we are as a team. Uh, but everyone's dialed in, dialed in everyone's locked in uh, to what we need to do. So we're really excited for this opportunity. We're talking with Jacob Toppin here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. There's some hints at a major surprise being announced at the open practice on Tuesday. Jacob, certainly you're going to spill the beans. I definitely won't be spilling the beans. Do you know what it is? Yes, I do. Are you excited about it? Very excited. Okay, okay. I, a lot of people think it's scheduling related. Can you at least throw us a bone there or no? Uh, to be continued. <laughs> okay, you're a professional, Jacob. You know what you're doing here. Uh, let me. Add, it is so cool, and I know that's the importance of what we're talking about is the, the open practice for Kentucky Flood Relief. Tuesday, the doors open at 5. If you can't make it, uh, there's going to be streaming and ways to donate. 
Uh, you can watch as well, which is always uh, which, which is always nice, and, and watch the telethon as well. So there's a plenty of ways, even if you're not in the Kentucky area or in the Lexington area, there's other ways to help. There will be a major announcement. Jacob mentioned there's going to be some cool things as well. Uh, who, you know, I got to kind of ask some of the, the basketball nerd questions. Who's one of the newcomers that has surprised you the most, Jacob? Uh, they all surprised us in uh, many ways, but the one that really stands out is Jason Wallace. Uh, he, he's been very good for us uh, in the summer. He's been putting in the work. Also, Chris Livingston, he's been putting in the work. He's been living in the gym. So I'm really excited for the new guys coming in uh, and seeing what they can do to contribute to this team. And one more question one more question regarding the roster and, and the makeup and some of the practices that we've seen. A lot of folks are really excited that you're – going to get probably more minutes, more playing time. They're excited about what they've heard about Damian Collins as well. Can you two play at the same time with Oscar on the floor? How would that look? How would that work? And secondly, even if it's just two out of the three at a certain time, how does what kind of what kind of front court would that make for the Kentucky Wildcats? Um, at the end of the day, it's not my decision. It's always coach's decision. But um, we've definitely had lineups uh, during the summer where me and Damian are on the same team playing together. And that's a very athletic combo. So mm -hmm. uh, it could definitely be beneficial to this team. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's up to coach and uh, what he believes fits right for this uh for this team. Tons of options. We'll, and it'll be great to get to see some different lineups, some different things at the Bahamas. That's the time to work through some of those things as well. All right, Alad, one more final question, and then we'll get you out of here, Jacob. But a lot of UK fans are wondering what to expect out of Antonio Reeves. They're trying to say he's going to play the Davion Mintz role. No, he'll play the Kellen Grady role. Most likely he's going to play the Antonio Reeves role. What would that look like? Of course. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see what um, he does for us. Uh, he's a very he's a great scorer great shooter um he could facilitate he could look for his teammates um and he could get a shot whenever he wants to so i'm excited to see what he brings to the table jacob Toppin here on kentucky roll call again jacob i know you hear it from people all throughout the state but what you all do and the acts of service and the charity that you give back it really does mean a lot for kentuckians for kentucky fans and it helps make this whole thing not just seem like sports this is real life and it, it is it does not go unnoticed and it is very appreciative Thank you. Thank you so much. Jacob Toppin, we appreciate your time. Enjoy the open practice tonight, Tuesday night, and we look forward to seeing you in the Bahamas. Appreciate it. Wow, great interview. Great interview, Mr. Sports Talker. What was your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part is where you almost got him to spill the beans. <laughs> <laughs> definitely schedule-related. Got close. Yeah. It's definitely schedule-related. He, he said that without saying that. Yeah, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't spill the beans. But it's definitely schedule. It's related. Definitely schedule related. Well, that was Jacob Toppin. Uh, I thought again. You know, I, I I made it pretty clear. I thought it was pretty cool that they're doing that and want to help. Mm -hmm. It's a special group of players. I was telling these guys before or during one of the breaks. I was like, yeah, I was maybe a little like cheesy with praising them for their charity work. But I think people should do that. If you like that, what somebody's doing, you should let them know that you like what they're doing. And I, I like that the UK basketball team uses well, their platform to give back. And I know that it might, like we're, we're a jaded people in the internet era, but I do think that it's very genuine that they did reach out to Cal. Like, Hey, what, mm -hmm. what can we do? I, I don't doubt that at all. Yeah. Because if you've ever been to any of these, uh, I, like I know intern Jacob, you saw him out at the Kroger 
um, when they were signing autographs for the Western Kentucky Tornado Relief Tour. But they, they genuinely like getting out amongst the people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's um, – even though Cal doesn't like the, the camp out and stuff because it's a little crazy out there. Like, the, the players, they love – they love being around the Big Blue Nation. They love doing what they can to help, and they know what their platform means. So uh, I, I do think it is not only important, but it's also encouraging. Yeah, and I don't know if Cal loves the camp out or whatnot, but he was the one promoting, bringing it back, and saying mm-hmm. we need to do it big. And I, I, I think maybe before the pandemic, I think he's maybe changed his stance a little bit just because I think he's kind of realized how – it's a, a community event, and people like being out there and being around one another. And when you had it taken away there for a little bit, I, I, I think uh, he kind of noticed maybe a difference in the fan base. On top of it, also not the best basketball being played on the court, which had something to do with it. But, yeah, they, they definitely like being able to – get out get out amongst the fans and it'll be a good opportunity for fans tonight to get to see them i like that he hinted like yeah we're gonna probably do something fun i don't know exactly what it is but they Mm -hmm. will whether they'll have some sort of fan interaction i can almost guarantee it just knowing how something like tonight probably will go so it'll be a good time appreciate his time on the show and uh, we can talk more about that. If you've got anything on the Thornton's text line, feel free to send it in, 502-414-1450. I want to go back to the Thornton's text line, if that's all right with you fellers, unless you all had anything you wanted to add. Still just trying to wrap my mind around Tarleton State. I don't bow out on Tarleton State. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, it shows that he's, A, not one to mess around at all. Like, he just wants to play football. But... I would have thought Western would have been a decent landing spot, at least in this conference in the WAC. I mean, that's where Houston Baptist was, and uh, Bailey Zappi was throwing for like a million yards. So, like, he could have a lot of fun in there. But Tarleton State, they just moved up from D2 to FCS two years ago. Um, They won't even be able to compete in the FCS playoffs until his senior year if he stays there for four more years. Hmm. Uh, But what was also funny – is that during this offseason, they considered, like, there, there was a report that Conference USA wanted them to, <laughs> to to bring up to the FBS level after only two years of FCS. Wow. Yeah. Well, their basketball program under Billy Gillespie is doing okay. Kind of making a name for itself as it's gotten up to D1. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's good. Maybe Bo Allen's going to hang out with old Billy Clyde here or there. Tarleton State's initial... Mascot, their original mascot, the Plowboys. Surprised they didn't keep that. Is that accurate? It is. Wow. It is. Now it's just a spirit organization on the campus, the Plowboys. And then there's also the Purple Poo, which is a spirit organi- a secret organization <laughs> which promotes school spirit. <laughs> That's true. I'm looking on their Wikipedia. The purple Poo. Purple Poo and the Plowboys. And uh, they were the Texan Riders, and now they're just the Texans? Now they're just the Texans. They can't be Riders. No more riding. No. Nope. They're just the, the old the old Texans. So it would be more fun if they had like a Bo Allen. dude I, riding a horse as a logo. Like the Wyoming logo? That's a cool logo. I could be totally wrong about this, Roush, but I, this kind of tells me that like... Yeah. You weren't the backup. Yeah. Like, I, I just had... Deuce Hogan transferred from Iowa to Kentucky as a backup. Will Levis transferred from Penn State to Kentucky as a backup. Bo Allen, as a backup, transferred from Kentucky to Tarleton. 
the timing of his transfer, maybe that played a role in the destination. Yeah, and he's going to have to get a waiver, too, to be able to And maybe he just play. wanted a I'm place sure he will get one. where he was going to be the starter. Like, no doubt, hey, you're the guy. We promised it to you. Just come here. And maybe that was the only place that was willing to do it. And he said, I'll go here for a year. I'll start. I'll get my numbers up, and then I'll go somewhere else. Potentially, that could be it as well. But we wish him nothing but the best, and uh, I'm sure he'll play football on like a weird night sometime. And UK fans will be like, "Oh, look, Bo Allen's playing on this channel. Go here." Or he something. played. They play T- at TCU this year. Uh, I had their schedule pulled up, but I'm sure that'll be a. It's, I think it's week two, so maybe before the Florida game, you're like, "Oh, look, it's old Bo Allen and the Tarletons." The Tarleton. I just like boys. saying Tarleton. Yeah, it's a fun, fun yeah. thing to say. A texter on the Thorn Stecks line says, where does UK need to finish in the 2023 recruiting cycle to continue taking that quote-unquote next step? And is it still possible to each, to reach that mark? Or are we at the point where we have to win the East to keep upward trajectory? That's a good question. Man. Um, last year they signed two top 100 prospects that, in the same class. That was a good next step. The thing is, is I just don't. You can't expect to improve upon that when you lost. Like they, they're just behind on guys in this class because they lost so many recruiters because of their success. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can truly reflect on that. I think it's to 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 answer your question, it's get a badass quarterback in the transfer portal. That's what it is, right? It's just one one player. <laughs> yeah, th- th- I, uh, unfortunately, I kind of agree that. Whether it's because of the the additions and subtractions of the roster, which undoubtedly play a huge role in it, I think UK unfortunately is unless something just absolutely wild happened, not going to be able to take that next step as you put in your text for the twenty twenty three class. Like at best, that class probably could finish around top twenty five, and that's if UK catches fire to end the class, which is possible, but it'd probably be around top 25. If you do that, I think that's a good thing. I think you're keeping pace, but you're not taking that next step because for UK football recruiting, the next step is to all right, start hanging around top 15 and do it consistently. So that's not going to happen. There are reasons for why it's not going to happen, but Roush is right, where maybe you don't look specifically at the recruiting rankings. You just look at the players that you're bringing in in its entirety and you finish the class strong, probably finish around 30th, somewhere around that. And then if you be one of the better SEC schools in the transfer portal, yeah, yeah. address your needs there, get some big fish, especially a quarterback, as Roush mentions, and then you feel like I, – I, from a recruiting standpoint, UK's unfortunately boxed themselves in, I think, a little bit in 2023. From the transfer portal, that's where you can take the next well, step. And, but the, the good thing is, the positive, is that I don't think you're going to be in – you're going to be like an Ole Miss where they have to get 18 transfers. If You, you can keep it to like eight or nine quality guys. Well, just fill holes, you know, you know yeah. with guy, with quality guys, like you said, with people that you think are going to be able to step up and, and do some good things. But I also don't – I also want to say that I don't think if UK finishes – if they finish around 30 or 35 in recruiting, that's not a step backwards either. It's just not the next step. Yeah, it's keeping it's, steady. Yeah, yeah. I, I think between 30 and 35 is – like the four. It's it should be the four for Kentucky football recruiting. I agree with that. I don't want to ever get past thirty five. I don't think UK football recruiting should ever be in the forties again. 
too much to sell. Yeah. Now, if you have a really small class one year where it's weird or something like that, mm-hmm. you can make mm-hmm. an exception. But assuming things are normal, I think Kentucky's past that. Don't you, intern Jacob? I do. I agree. I think that if Kentucky is below 40, we're, we're in trouble. Yeah. Unless, like you said, it's a small class or something weird happened. Yeah, it wouldn't be ideal. Maybe you could kill the portal and, and make up for it there, but it, it wouldn't be ideal. So not necessarily taking the next step, but certainly not going backwards. Good morning, fellas, says one texter. You going to wish me a happy 31st birthday today? Uh, like the you gonna. That's, hey. We're going to be doing that a lot. <laughs> happy happy birthday. birthday, buddy. 31, you're joining my age. Excited to see the big guy get some spot minutes this year. Hoping 31 doesn't hit me as hard as 30 did. Takes like two days to recover from a night of pickup basketball since I turned 30. Getting old blows. Yes, it does. And uh, no, it only gets worse at 31. No, I, that's just, that's not true. Mm-hmm. It is. 30 is where it gets really bad, and then you're going <laughs> to stay in the same state until you're probably about 50. And then 50 is going to be the new 30. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works, Jess. Mm, I think it is. I mean, I, nothing happened to me at 31, 32. You, you, uh, I'm about to be 33, so I'll let you know. I know you also don't drink water, though. I have been <laughs> crushing some water lately, guys. Crushing it. You've been taking your allergy pill? No. Scoots. I needed, I needed to last night. Man, I was in bad shape this morning. He's got one bottle this week. <laughs> one bottle. Really putting them down. Yep. Let's take our last break. We'll come back. We'll finish up the Thornton's text line. Keep them coming in, 502-414-1450. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. we got an open practice tonight. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll tell you three things we want to see. The top top 25 things we want to see at tonight's open practice when we return. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Jacob, what do you got? Oh, I was just going to say, I have hemorrhoids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So put on your sorries. It's time to celebrate Diwali. Everybody looks so jolly, but it's not Christmas, it's Diwali. The goddess of destruction, Kali, stopped by to celebrate Diwali. Welcome back. One final segment. I'm really enjoying the new rejoins and and stuff like that. That was a good one. Good job, you all. That was that was all, Jacob. Way to go, intern Jacob. You're really stepping up, coming into your own. We got we got here at six. I got here at like quarter to six today. What? Put Quarter the, to six. Put a couple of these together. Jacob was right behind me, right around six. I'd much rather just stay till like 10 a.m. after the show instead of getting here that early. Some of us have to work. Who? Me. And me. Jacob's got to work, too, at the golf course. No way. It's flooded. Is it really? I mean, surely. No, it's, it's rained for like three straight flooded. weeks. It's not flooded. Scoots is just pessimistic because he's, uh, he's out on golf now. <laughs> he's reached the point in the summer where he's quitting golf. <laughs> I have really quit. When was that when we played Seneca? That's the last time I played. Uh, it's like three weeks ago. Yeah, Man. I haven't played well, since. I think it'll be three weeks ago this. That's Friday. wild. It's got to be your longest break in a bit. It is. Yeah, means means when I go back out eventually, I'm going to be stellar, better than ever. You just saw a kid with one hand just beat your brains in, and you said, <laughs> "You know what? I need a break." 
<laughs> Maybe that's what did it. Hey, you beat me too, though. But uh, that was a good time. I'd love to get back out on the course. Always a good time when the KRC folks can hang out. And uh, we got football this month, which is most yes, important. Football. And when you're going to football games, whether it's at your local high school or you're going to the Krogue or you just want to go to Papa John's, don't call me Papa John's Cardinal Stadium to have 30 beers, you're going to want your Shady Rays. Yeah. ShadyRays.com. Don't go anywhere without them. Promo code Big X. I think somebody texted into the Thornton's text line about Shady Ray, so I'll tell you a little bit more later on in the show. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, Good morning, fellas. Oh, we already got that one. Happy birthday, though, to that person. Another texter. Oh, serious faces. I'm going through a bridge. Jacob laughed. I'm going through a pretty tough time in my life right now, and I just wanted to thank you all and even the intern for giving me a few laughs each morning. Go Cats. Hang in there, buddy. Yeah, you got this. Life's too short to be unhappy. It's much easier philosophy to say than to actually apply to real life. But get outside. Enjoy nature. Enjoy this beautiful earth. We only get so much time here, and then it's all gone. And as far as we know, we never get it again. So you wouldn't want to waste it by being sad and letting other people impact your mood when you can impact your mood. You got this. Keep on trucking. But in the meantime, we'll just keep making stupid fart jokes on radio. Lots of those. Robert, hey Robert, how you doing, buddy? But how you how but how you gonna but how is you gonna going to play with DJ Wagner? Pat Forty somewhere probably. Yeah, oh, sorry no. for butchering it, Robert. <laughs> Jeff but. Goodman. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know I had a little tweet of Jeff Goodman last night, and just interesting. Auburn lands somebody named Aiden Hollowell Holloway. Excuse me. Yep, I saw that. That was who. Late. He's like a six foot, hundred and fifty pound guard. I think he's a four star, but he's a good player. Like he's gonna. I don't know if he's a one and done, but he he should be a good college player. Goodman's tweet: Auburn lands guard Aiden Holloway was terrific at Peach Jam recently and fits what Bruce Pearl wants out of his point guard: small, tough, can score, and also create for teammates. Did he add the part where he just shoots like fifty footers? But where's uh, Goodman, come on. Aren't you worried about the fits? Aren't you worried about how it's going to mesh? Aren't you worried about maybe too much talent? Mm. Not enough balls to go around? So I tweeted him and said, "Ah, and we don't have to worry about how he's going to fit with the other commits since he's Auburn's only commit. Oh, it makes it easy that way. That's pretty good. Suck it, Goodman. Oh, which, by the way, thinks I was really happy when I saw the field of 68's top 25 players that you were the first response that I saw on there because it was such a troll list. It was such a joke. Uh, yeah. One of the worst lists I've hey, ever... Hey, you know what? You, it was one of the you, worst lists in the history of lists. Sometimes I'm of the mindset, like, don't give that stuff attention. Other times, I want to give sometimes just the tension that they so desperately crave. The Field of 68 made the worst list of the top players in college basketball over the they, last they, decade. Didn't they have Buddy Heald in the top five? Yeah, he was like three. <laughs> like what? What are we doing? And and I I also when I saw that list, I think three players in the top twenty, like back to back to back, were all from last year. So they clearly made a list. They're like, oh god, we forgot about the guys from last year. Let's just let's just put in Baycott, Sheboy, and somebody else from last year. I forget who it was. Uh, we're gonna put them in there as well. And they had Baycott ahead of Sheboy. It's a hilarious. Just, I mean, it's yeah, a, it was. <laughs> it was so bad, bad so bad. And then sometimes they'd argue, they'd be like, well, this person made a deep tournament run. 
If you're making a list of the top 25 basketball players in the last 10 years and you don't have Julius Randle <laughs> anywhere on that list, you're dumb. You're just, you're dumb. They had R.J. Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. R.J. Barrett isn't even like the fifth best dookie in the last 10 years. They had Jaleel Okafor number 10 and Carl Anthony Towns not on the list. Wait, 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 <laughs> like, what are you doing? doing? You're just such dweeb. Yeah, but if you look at the numbers. Blah, 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 blah. No De'Aaron Fox. No Malik Monk. To be fair, did they have, did they have no, Ball? Jamal, no Jamal Murray? Did no, they have no, Lonzo? Ball wasn't on I there. mean, like, Lonzo was really good. As much as I hated him, part of why I hate him is because he was good. It was, man. They had Bacot behind Sheboy. I don't they know. did. Yeah, okay. he, had, he was at 23. Sheboy was at 20. But Sheboy puts up the best numbers in the last 40 years. He can't craft the top 15. <laughs> I mean, it. it Paulo Vincero, 25. What, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. See, he put up 50 the other night in some tournament he was in. It was like a pro-am. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's going against kind pretty, of some goobers. But, yeah, anytime. still pretty impressive. He's throwing tournament sweet. runs in there. Aaron Harrison should be number one on any list that you make. They pick and choose of, like, well, Paulo went to a Final Four. Where was De'Aaron Fox's Final Four? Yeah, all right, by that logic, then how are you going to have not Aaron Harrison, who hit the biggest tournament shots in the last 10 years, consecutively and went to two Final Fours. The fact that Oscar was the only guy on there is very funny. And, and not only Oscar on there, but they put they, not even in the top 19. Best numbers in college basketball in the last this 40 is 1984 years. Or something. And he's not even in the top 19. <laughs> I mean, it's just like such a goofy list. Normally and stuff like that, I just ignore it. But those guys are so, all of them. They're just and, trolls. But and, and what disappoints me, TJ, is that their late night college basketball reaction show is that there's there's nothing like it and they do invest in college basketball whereas not many other media outlets do and that's what's so disappointing it's it like is. it's I like totally you're, you're gonna you you have this platform and you're just gonna troll us it's the same thing with pff like they tried to be like we're all about the numbers and then they just got anthony trash bag to start giving out some trash takes and now all they do is just tweet out uh quote cards all the time yeah. Anonymous defensive coordinator says Lamar Jackson is bad. PFF just be better. <sighs> the and never forget Rob Doster said a backcourt of Tyler Ulis, who was on the thirty-eight and one team, and Jamal Murray, who everybody knew was going to be an absolute superstar. Well, and you throw in Isaiah Briscoe, who was a good good player, good college basketball player, was a worse backcourt than Creighton, who I can't even remember. I think they had Marcus Watson and some other people. And then when I was asking Doster about it, he got so sensitive he hung up the phone call. <laughs> These are the people you're dealing with over there. Trolls, all of them. 502-414-1450. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, Nick, just listened to 11 personnel pod, and I noticed you have – you have mentioned that Jordan Anthony is showing up late, but he has been on campus for a while based on some workout pictures from a month ago. What gives? Well, it was a back and forth. It's it's not that he was showing up late. He was just going to miss the first week of practice to go to that track meet. Um, it was set to begin Wednesday, uh, but we John Hale tweeted out yesterday that Anthony is, in fact, going to be available, and uh, he's not going to the World Championships, Under-20 World Championships. So, He'd been on campus the whole time training. He was just going to miss the first like three or four practices for a track meet. But that's no longer the case. He said, eh, I'm good. I'll go. I can run the 200 meters some other time. Kind of wish he would have ran, but I get it. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, he was probably not training for it like he should have. 
So, you know, why kind of go and half-ass it and just go all in on football? You know? That nah, makes sense. But, you know, when you have a chance to be one of the fastest people your age, yeah. it's always cool to be able to prove that. That's true. He'll just prove it on the football field while mm-hmm. he's blazing past the defense. Pew, pew. When's the last time a player of the year came back for another year? Tyler Hansborough. 2008, I think. Did yeah, he, Tyler Hansborough, second team. for the 2009 season? Yeah, and that was – so he didn't win National Player of the Year second year, but they won the title. So that was a what do you what let's say Oscar puts up the same numbers. Does he win national player of the year again? No. People don't voters don't like doing that. They I don't just, know how you couldn't though. Let's because like that's the thing about okay. Oscar. You don't you're never really like that tournament game against St. Peter's, he was a special player in that game. But like you don't really notice his post moves, you don't really notice his offensive game so much. You do notice him getting a ton of rebounds, but he does it so effortlessly. Like he's just not somebody that you look at and think like, oh, he's the best player on the floor. He's, and I don't even know if he is more times than not, but he's the most important player. He he does, he's the most consistent player. There's definitely no doubt about that. But I just don't know if he puts up 17 and 5 and 15 rebounds again, how you couldn't do it. He almost won this past year just by elimin- like process of elimination. Other players, yeah, you know, other players are more kind of jaw-dropping, but just so steady. 17 so, and 15 is nuts. His top competition would be Big Cot and Drew Timmy, which I think people have Drew Timmy fatigue, but there is going to be a lot of Big Cot. Drew Timmy's a well, weird way to say Trace Jackson Davis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so cute. So cute. I'm scoots. Oh, boy. Scoots, 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 scoots. Oh. Was texting somebody about you last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You got to be feeling pretty darn good about your five hundred dollar bet with Trevor. Oh yeah, that Maui field. U of L's going zero and three. Oh, they're getting smashed. <laughs> they're by going Arkansas. 0 and three. That is a loaded Maui field. Like U of L could be a decent team and still maybe go zero and three or one and two. Let alone the garbage they're going to put out there. I I was so close yesterday to texting Trevor that we can double down on the bet. And I'll take Eastern Michigan just until the end of January. And I still think I win that bet. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, no, no, no. That's I, conference say, play. You know, you, you got to rack up. You those know, ones. if I were you, I would just be like, Trevor, I'll let you buy out of the bet for a hundred dollars. You pay me a hundred dollars. Uh, you're 100. saying four hundred dollars. Just, just troll them that way. Two fifty. I'm two fifty. Just troll them that way and be like, there's no <laughs> way. And the thing is, and he texted. I texted him. I was like, dude, that Maui field doesn't help you with that bet. He's like, I, I expected to get a couple losses there. And I was like, well, you're probably gonna get a few. It's gonna be probably three. And he was like, ah, Scoot just needs to worry about EMU. He doesn't need to worry about Louisville's wins. And I was like, but he quite literally maybe doesn't have to worry about EMU. <laughs> right, exactly. U of is bad enough. That's all he has to worry about. That's all he's got to take care of. So you should be feeling pretty good about that. Yeah. Bet. Oh, yeah. I'm, I've never wavered in that feeling. And then if they if they win or lose, but most likely lose, they're playing the winner or loser of Texas Tech or Creighton. Creighton got the Baylor Shireman fella. Texas Tech is always going to be pretty good, mm-hmm. or at least solid. Will they at least get to play Chaminade? Get one win? No Chaminade anymore. Really? They've, no they've been, Chaminade? They've been out of it for a good bit. Seriously? Yeah. It hasn't been that long, has it? I thought it was like within the last, I think it's like been about 10 years. Huh. I thought it was only when they moved it stateside for COVID. Is it back in Maui? Do we know that? Yes. Okay. People forget they moved it in, aka <laughs> me, just now. <laughs> 2017, so five years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no more. What were they? The silver swords? The, yeah. Ooh, good call. 
Hey, remember when they beat Ralph Sampson? Who could forget? Another texter, 502-414-1450. Don't say I didn't use the Big X promo code to buy these Shady Rays progressive reader sunglasses. Apparently, they don't qualify for the promo. Did I mention that I have so many Shady Rays that apparently I'm a VIP member? I think they know how much of a big deal I am. Well, that's a bummer. Well, you also are definitely showing your age there, Keith. By the way, we still owe him a pair. Yeah, we got a pair for you, Keith. Calm down. So you're about to be even more shady. Wow. Rich. You're going to be the shadiest Ray. We're well, just going to call you Ray, Keith. Well, I wonder Keith if Ray. you could have gotten everything but those special sunglasses and still used the uh, the. Yeah, I'm sure the they just don't code. apply to Also, like, I wonder if since you're a VIP, they just don't let you use another additional promo code. Ooh, yeah. Like you've used it once, one and done. Well, no, just because he gets, if you're VIP, you get 5% off everything you buy. So I could just see them being like, well, we're not going to give you an discount. additional yeah, discount on true. top of that. But I don't know, Keith. That being said, we appreciate you trying. And you're as a Shady Ray VIP, you know how great their product is. So uh, everything you got right there, you could get returned to you if you get if it gets lost, stolen. We love Shady Rays. They're the best. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Keith, for, for, for shopping with them. And we do have a pair of sunglasses with your name on them. Not really, quite literally, but... We do have hats with our radio show's name on them. Thanks, intern Jacob. Very cool. Hey, fellas, I need some guidance. I'm working with my two-year-old daughter to learn some UK chancer phrases. I can only think of two off the top of my head. Catch by 90, go big blue. Am I missing any others? I don't think she's old enough to sing Grocery <laughs> Party. That's from Mook. Yeah, two big ones here. Cat, C-A-T-S. Yeah, um, I'm also, we do go Wildcats in our household. That's Just a fun very, one. Yeah. Mook, go Wildcats. Here's a really good one that you're going to love, and the daughter's going to love it too. You're going to have fun with it. Oh, I know what it is. She says blue, you say white. And well, then you have her, and then you point to her, and she says blue again. And then you all do your own blue-white chant. She loves it. She probably giggles during it. You're going to have a great time, Mook. Or you could ha- you could say, what's your favorite color, baby? Oh, that's a good one. And, and then, then she, she just goes, go, blue yeah, that'd do be like a little it. twist with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. What about We Are UK? We could do that as well, but you kind of need to have the song going along with that. Yeah. No, 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 no. And then no, the no, one no, that no, she no, needs no, to no, memorize no. is it's third down, BBN. Get up. <laughs> or she could do the coal whistle. <laughs> oh, give her, get, just give her her own coal whistle. Or she could take do the her long the order. That won't dun, get dun. obnoxious. <laughs> Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Did you see the one with Spencer Rattler? Yeah. An absolute joke. See, I missed the Russell Wilson one. I just saw it really all the even other like ones. all that goofy. They just like it was like a, a promo. So yeah. he just did it a ton of times, but he didn't seem overly enthused when he was doing it. And that's the joke. The JT Daniels was the one that I saw a lot. What too. was he what was uh just say imitating it, was, it? Yeah, it was a ma- come on, Mountaineers. <laughs> yeah. And like JT Daniels is the most like indifferent looking mug too. Just, I, mean, I bet stadiums are going to be playing those all year because you know you're going to get the younger generation that's going to love it. Get really hyped, uh-huh. yeah. Spencer yeah. Rattler was just game cop country. Let's rock. Let's rock. <laughs> oh, I saw PFF. He's a preseason All-American. Spencer Rattler? Yeah. Oh, deservedly so. Well, best quarterback to ever throw a football. <laughs> Him and Uncle Rico. Can't wait to beat South Carolina. Robert, Watson was in the middle of demanding a trade, getting a new contract when all these – Accu- no, definitely just jumped. Accusations broke. He was sitting last year no matter what, so counting last year as time served is nonsense. I agree, Robert. He was sitting out. He was not suspended. If the Texans said, hey, you're suspended, you're sitting out, but you're suspended. Right, right. Anyways, they never said suspended, but, I, but he was not suspended. But I, I think 
they were like, well, we're definitely not playing you now. Maybe. I, I remember it being his decision. That's what that's what it was painted as. And yeah. even the Texans were like, no, he's still sitting out. Yeah, we would need to figure this stuff out, but he's still sitting out. Hey, what do you all think about Tiger Woods turning down $700 million, $800 million to join the Live? Is that how much it was? I mean, uh, the Live CEO, Greg Norman, confirmed that they offered wow. him between $700 million and $800 million. I mean, where does he need that money? Like, exactly. Like, he... He has see, all of the money, right? Justin Thomas had a little swipe at the live yesterday and just a reply on Twitter to somebody I knew, and he just responded back and was like, uh, I'm actually trying to grow the game of golf, unlike the people on the live. Yeah. Which, yeah, take your shots, buddy. <laughs> hey, get Justin Thomas on the show, intern Jacob. That's, yeah. a, that's a $50 guess. Oh, oh yeah. And you you play golf with them all the time, so that mm-hmm. should be easy. <laughs> yep, 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 just, yep. Um, Best of buds. Oh, man, this is bad news. Trevor Lawrence not playing in the Hall of Fame game Thursday. Boom. Boom. Who's gonna watch that without him playing? Good grief! I really, I think, I think I'm gonna bet on the Jaguars over win total this year. I would dump Roush. Trust me, I'm gonna do it. I lived in Jacksonville for five years, and I had hope for the Jaguars all five years. Trust me, do not make that bet. They have Josh Allen, but they have Josh Allen. Josh Allen. They have Luke Fortner. No more Urban Meyer. They don't have Urban Meyer. I mean, so that's like that's worth like what three wins, right? If you want a very important thing, if you want to pull Trevor Kelsey and throw away your money, that's fine, man. But I'm advising you to not make that bet. Man, wouldn't it be so great if, like, four months from now, the Jaguars have – because I think it's only five and a half, and they're playing 17 games. They're 6-11, and 11, and I'm just dancing on Scoot's grave. They're going to be 5-12 and 12, <laughs> if they're lucky. I guess you can't bet on the TBT, huh? Really? Oh, you can. I to say you should be able to. We're going, are you four-point favorites tonight. Oh, we're going Autism Army, baby. Right. Let's go. All right. All right. Hey, your... Autism Army money line plus 150. I'm on it. That's, I am that, on it. That's no joke. I needed to bring up something about the EOM ending, TJ. My biggest critique of it. Okay. It's damn near impossible to come back in the EOM ending. They, the stat in this tournament, now I'm sure it's only 30 games or whatever, but if you, I, I'm curious that what the data would be if you went back two more years. The biggest comeback they have is four points hmm. to win. That's not very So like they were four points off the team that was winning. Yeah, they were four points down and came back and won. That's so the biggest come from behind win. Interesting. Yeah, which that's... is not very much because if you think about it, there's definitely times in college basketball in the final four minutes where your team is down by four or more and they can come back and win. Oh going I mean, into that final have, media timeout. That happens all the time. Huge collapses. Yeah. In under four minutes. Yeah, you do. So uh that that would be my my biggest critique of the Elam ending is is just that like if you if you have a lead going into it it's really hard to blow it. I'm I'm you not might blow it but you'll that, still win by like one or two. I'm not somebody that whines and cries about it, but there definitely is something to sometimes Calipari just trying to run out the clock. If the Elam ending t- teaches us anything, it's to go out there, like you lose games by being passive. Yeah, yeah. and and the Elam ending, you have to quite literally go score points to be able to finish it. But you are right; you see tons of meltdowns mm-hmm. in the final four minutes, and the fact that the biggest comeback so far is only four points, it just goes to show if teams have to go be aggressive, they don't goof up as much, right? Mm-hmm. So that maybe should be a lesson to basketball coaches all over the country that like the Elam ending, not a lot of teams coming back in them. Why is that? Offense has to go out there and take care of business. Yeah. Something to something to consider even in sport, even in uh, leagues that don't feature the Elam ending. 
John here. Good morning, oh, hey, everyone. John. Man, I can't wait to watch and give tonight for the open practice. I will continue to pray for everyone. Also, I believe the special surprise is that we will play at you this year and bring back the rivalry. <laughs> okay, I doubt it, he says, but I wish it would come true. Man, this team is special. I love these guys and the staff. I feel happy for our basketball program this year. Here we come, number nine. We'll got to go talk to you later. Scoots, if it's IUUK, what's your reaction? Oh, my gosh, I am so happy. Even though we would get killed – this year and next year, probably the year after that, it would just be good to have it back. You know, that's that's. It'd be great for people like John who live amongst them. True. To just wear his UK really hat everywhere. Wouldn't be like UK could definitely. Let's say it was at UK this year. UK's beating them at Rupp. Let's say you Cal gave in and was like, all right, I'll go back to IU and went next year. I would feel better about UK being able to win in Bloomington with the young group of talent versus going to the West Coast and playing Gonzaga. Also, IU wouldn't have Trace Jackson, Jackson Davis yeah, the following yeah. year, so they'd be doing a slight rebuild to some degree. So I would – no, I don't want to give in to IU, but if it ended up being that, I certainly wouldn't be mad about it. I'd be pumped. Wouldn't be mad about it, but it's definitely not my first, second, third, fourth, fifth choice. What is y'all's take on Brandon Walker saying Louisville is a bigger national brand in football than Kentucky? Well, I would say Lamar Jackson is, yeah, I get it. I I definitely don't think they're a bigger national brand, but it's just a matter of opinion. Yeah. But, like, there's probably more random people that know Lamar Jackson than know a Kentucky football player watching football and. Definitely, definitely agree with that, and that's you know. and that and that plays a role. But is that, that because of recency bias, though? Because I mean, everybody knows Tim Couch. Not no, everybody does nobody, know Tim Couch. Yeah, no, yeah, come on. I mean, they were old. Like you could go like, ask a twenty-three-year-old from Ohio. Well, maybe not Ohio, like, but like from when, Tennessee, who Tim Couch is. I bet they wouldn't know. Jacob who he is. was uh, what a freshman in high school when Kentucky's bowl streak started, or a sophomore when Lamar fumbled. Yeah, what was that? Seventeen. Yeah. It was yeah. Sixteen. This. Yeah, or sixteen. Yeah. yeah. So you're 17. It was the 16-17 the school year, though. Yeah. So. yeah, I was a junior. Sophomore. Sophomore. Yeah, so, like, Scoots, you got to think, too, like, it was a long time ago. Yeah. The Joker the Joker year, uh, he it was a glimmer in young Jacob's eye a long time ago. So now I, I, I just think, like, I, I get it. Louisville's been on college game day. They had their fun two-year run when some of these kids were younger. But also it's just uh, – Dumb off-season talking thing. Mm-hmm. Who's the bigger brand? Yeah, and if, if people can mistake a successful alumni for a bigger brand, but yeah, Good, well, yeah, you're that, that's right too. Like, they're Wyoming's still watching not Lamar. A, Wyoming's not a bigger brand than UK football, but more people know Josh Allen than any other UK pro. Yeah, in the league. Same thing when like I knew Virginia Tech well because of Mike Vick on the Madden game. They, same thing with Lamar Jackson the Ravens. How many kids play Madden just to? With the Ravens, just to play with them all. Same thing I tell every U of L fan. I'd be just more worried about coming within thirty points. <laughs> Don't worry about national brand, Twitter polls, Brandon Walker recruiting this, that, or the other. Your main focus should be, hey, when UK and U of L play this year, let's not lose by thirty points. And then you do that, then that's a step in the right direction for the Cards. Texter says, any word on Bradshaw? Do you think Kingsley scared him off? Is it possible for Bradshaw and Yugunna to play together? I would definitely think that that would be possible. Uh, wouldn't have any issues with it. It seems like an easy fix. You move Bradshaw over to the four. Yugunna would play the five. But I think something has turned Bradshaw off or UK has been turned off with Bradshaw. I really, I'm starting to come around on his game a little bit more than I was initially, but... 
it just I don't think I don't have you heard anything intern Jacob I don't think it's going to end up with Bradshaw in Kentucky well, yeah, we don't know, but I guess we're going to find out. A lot of- oh! Those. Uh, also, they it seems like a lot of people think he may end up going to the G League, too. So, it is what it is. Him and Bronny. In the G League, shining together. Bronny nobody, Bradshaw. Nobody watching. All right, we're out of time. Thanks, everybody, for the texting of the show today. Uh, I, I'll jump on the Autism Army train. Yeah, I don't think anybody's beating that um Beating the 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 big dude the big dude for the Buffalo team is good blue collar. Oh, you're taking blue He's collar. He's a beast. I'm taking blue collar. So you're saying this is where the road ends for autism. Yeah. Sorry, autism. One last thing. Week one, twenty and a half spread. Kentucky versus Miami of Ohio. I take the cats. Yeah, cats. I just put bet on it. Woo! The cats in the over for sure. Fifty one and a half. Over, no doubt about that. Ooh, that is a lot of points though. Indiana opening up as a five-point favorite against Illinois. They should open up as a five-point favorite against nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Oh, one thing we want to see from practice tonight. Jacob. A well-rounded squad. Oh, my God. What a (laughs) stupid – have some takes. I want to see Jacob Toppin's chin over a rim dunking a basketball. I want to see Jacob Toppin jump over Severe Wheeler. Okay, I can do that. I really just want to see Reeves, just see how he looks. That's a good point. Fitting good in, uh, nothing really overly specific, but I just want to see how he meshes in when they're running some scrimmaging. and Because uh, he's he's probably – him and Livingston are just the two I can't – I can't quite picture in my head how it's going to work when those two are, are balling out. So I look forward to just getting a glimpse at that. But we'll get a much better idea in eight days when they are in the Bahamas actually playing some – meaningful exhibition basketball since, games. Since you all are so heartless and you all are just thinking about the team, I want to see a bunch of money raised for Eastern Kentucky. Dude, <laughs> uh, Full House music Wallace, <laughs> Wallace-Wheeler matchup, head-to-head. That's what I want to see. That'd be fun. But you're right, Scoots, and that's what's most important for tonight, and everybody knows it. And uh, I know UK fans are going to give in a big way. They always do. This, they, this will top easily over a million dollars, and they're going to need every single bit of it plus a hell of a lot more. So mm-hmm. we're still thinking of you, Eastern Kentucky. Tonight's going to be a good... I think break from that and getting to watch some basketball. And we'll be here tomorrow to talk all about it at 7 a.m. Thanks again for Jacob Toppin for hopping on the show. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob. We'll see you on Wednesday. When the sun comes shining through To make those rainbows in my mind When I think of you sometime And I want to spend some time with you Just the two of us